Hi, I'm Steph. And I'm the G-Man. And we're back with our segment, 15, 15 Minutes, minutes of, of Shame. So we're going to talk about here why we decided to do this segment. Pretty much what's ever in the news right now is kind of things that Al and I have been just paying attention to, monitoring. And uh, we'll start with the, the country itself, Alex. So what do you think right now is going on? Well, you know, right now everybody's talking about Afghanistan. Nobody's talking about the border anymore. Did that just go away? I mean, there's still everybody coming in the borders, but that, yet nobody's that, talking about that it. That was anymore. a big thing before. But now nobody's talking about it. Now it's Afghanistan. So did, did they do a bait and switch kind of thing? Let's let's, they, let's yeah, like, you know let's they did. put them over here and we'll put that on the back burner. Nobody nobody's talking about that no more. But in the meantime, everybody's coming across the border still. Used to be a hot topic. And when they come across the border, they don't have a mask. Right. They, are they quarantined or not? Right. No. And the Delta variant supposedly is coming pretty heavy, hot and heavy now. Well, here it is. I mean, how do they know what's coming next? Right. They always say there might be a third one now. How do they know that? How do they know about the second one? Right. Six months ago. Well, why didn't they predict the first one? Right. So you wonder is, you know, I have a t-shirt like in, in my bag. I don't have it worn today. I was going to wear it earlier. It's fear, you know, uh, false evidence appearing real. And what it appears right now, it's not what you may think it is. And it's a shame right now. And the only thing that's going to change is people getting together, banding together, and, and discussing things that they see. For example, I'm a, we're talking about Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden has been a no-show president since he's taken over. and uh, Doesn't want to answer questions. Yeah, I don't think he can, though. Well, if the pro-prompt is not on, or he doesn't have a earpiece in, he probably can't. I got to say one thing about Biden. Whether you like him or not, Okay, you like what he's doing or not doing. People who voted for him, I don't hear anybody saying he's doing a great job. Gas is going up, wood is going up, food is going up. Uh, there's tons of people coming to this country illegally. Um, just where are we going with this? Where are we going? I think his job was to create chaos and confusion, and he's done a great job. Well, I think they wanted a puppet, and they got one. Well, who's really pulling the strings? It's just interesting thing, Al. A couple of months back, I created one of my last videos on YouTube, and I dare somebody to find it, take the challenge. And there's another challenge we'll talk about. But I, I created a video because someone brought to my attention, you know, there may be more than one Joe Biden. I think we discussed this one time, too. And so I, you know, I'm looking at the photos they're sending to me, and I'm looking, so let me go back and look at some of Biden's photos from previous years, you know, the old Joe Biden. And that guy had He's blue old, eyes. Right. And that guy had blue eyes, and he didn't have a cleft chin. And now the new Biden who I see, I see the cleft chin, and I see like hazel eyes, not even blue. But the other day, two friends of mine said to me, you know what? I didn't know Joe Biden had a cleft on his chin. And I said, really, did you notice that? Because I didn't say anything. So now it's being brought to my attention. Other people are starting to notice that the uh, there may be a double, because you think about it. To be in all these places as a president, you have to have great physical stamina. And he doesn't. And he doesn't have it. So to me, it makes a lot of sense that if there is a double, you know, that cleft chin is going to give it away every time. And Hooker Harris, she's nowhere to she's be at, seen. She's at Motel 6. She's like, room. Yeah, like uh, 
Bush's uh, vice president, Cheney, Dick Cheney, where was he for a couple of years? Nobody right? knew where he was. Now we know where he was. He was in Motel 6. With Hooker Harris. With Hooker Harris. That's why nobody saw him. That's when she was a junior hooker. Right. Now, yeah. she's, now she's a senior hooker. <laughs> now she's just a madam. It's so. just funny. You know, for those of you listening, we've got BitChute where I've got videos where you can listen to, uh, you know, Hooker Harris, get down on it and things like that. And, Kamala, if you're oh. listening, we love you, but, you know, we're going to let somebody else Did make you know it just came you. out that she at one time was Montel Williams' side chick, besides being with downtown Willie Brown. She was doing both of them at the same time. I wouldn't doubt it. Or in the same same room. The motel room has a suite sometimes. <laughs> Montel Williams was in one room, and downtown Willie Brown was in the other, and they were taking turns. <laughs> they had adjoining suites. Adjoining suites. They were taking turns. <laughs> Gee, this, sweet. this hour is yours. Next hour is mine. <laughs> the meter's running. You <laughs> the meter's running. Who's paying for it? You know, here's one for you. This is about uh, Barack Obama. We're talking about Barack Obama right now. You know? Well, you love Barack. I love Barack. Yes. I'm going to tell you He's something. He's your favorite subject. Yeah, I'll tell you why after. But here's what I'm going to tell you first. Wayne Allen Root, who was uh, in the 83 class with Barack Obama, supposedly, uh, it was... Uh, 1983 political science, pre-law, Columbia University. And he said he put up a million-dollar challenge for anybody who saw Barack Obama attend Columbia University. Right? So this has been back, you know, in 83. So since 83, no one's taken up his challenge because no one's actually seen Barack Obama attend. Nobody's. Well, we don't know about that one. Uh, well, Michelle he, might be a, he might be next door at Motel 6, Lefkar Harris. Another room. But here we got a guy who's a piece of garbage and who's about going down. And the American people got to know that I'm the $25 million man. $19 million. 1925. I'm the guy. The $6 million man who came. Majors has part of your money. Yeah. Right. But I'm the guy who came from California to see Robert Mueller to uh, put an end to it. The funny thing is, when I call the FBI office up, and I'll, I'll mention his name, Joseph Demers, the guy whose photos I have out there in the FBI from New York office. I call him up, and I said, I'd like to speak to Joe. And the secretary, Chinese secretary, says, you know Joe? I said, yeah, I know Joe. Put him on. We go fishing together. We go hunting together. Put him on. Use Joe. I said, yeah, absolutely. She puts him on. I said, Joseph, you remember me? Stephen Sidoni, February 22nd, New York City, 2010, when you and the FBI director were following me in front of Madison Square Garden. You know, wait a minute, wait, hold on. He puts me on hold. He comes back to the phone. He goes, who are you working with? Now I'm on speaker. I said, well, if you must know, Joe, there's three of us. Me, myself, and I. You know, <laughs> Who helped you figure this out? Well, if the FBI... He could be a sports announcer. Exactly. You know, here's, here it is. I'm saying, look, you guys got busted. I said, next time you follow me, I said, I'll buy you lunch. <laughs> he goes, McDonald's. He goes, I got to go, I got to go. See you later. So that was the end of that. So here it is. Whoever's watching this show... Keep it locked here. Bitch shoot, you know, God willing, I'll get up these photos. But Barack, I got you. I got you. I got you. You're going to jail, brother, and I'm happy to see you go there. This has been the biggest crime against the American people that has ever happened in this country. Except for maybe now. Yeah. Well, you know what? But he's a part of what's happening yeah, now. Yeah, he's, he's, the puppet. he, he's, he's, the, he's the puppeteer. You know, you have a guy like uh, Edward Snowden, and I'll just throw this out there. Edward Snowden is in Russia for a reason. 
He came forward about the espionage program the United States domestic program are using against its own people. Bill Gates, let's throw Bill Gates in the, in, in the, in the mix right now. Bill Gates, uh, and I have nothing against transgenders, but he's now a man who is really a woman, and he wants to control the world with this virus, the CDC. You got Fauci as well. Fauci you know, the faker. Fauci the faker, 80 years old. He should be out retirement, going, you know, playing shuffleboard or whatever, going on cruises. But he's telling us like a dinosaur what's acceptable today, you know, with this man-made virus. I'm here to tell you, your body is designed to fight off infection. Right. It's designed that way. It's been designed. God created us perfect in every way. And to have this vaccine right now is very suspect when they tell you there hasn't been enough testing done with it. There's, kids are going to have problems with having children, you know, deformities, who knows what. You know, maybe your dick will fall off. I don't know. I don't want mine to fall off. So I'm at the point where, you know, I don't, I don't think the results you know, are... You know, joke about that. Huh? You know, yeah, tell me it. Can I tell a joke? Yeah, yeah. You heard this joke before, I think. Here now about the, the the guy who's uh, walking by his friend and he's on a park bench and the guy's crying his eyes out. He says, "What's the matter with you? You are crying like you like you lost your best friend or something?" Well, you know, I was trying. I was fooling around this Chinese hooker, and I got this thing called the Hong Kong flu. And I've been at eight doctors. They told me they got to cut my dick off. I'm only 25 years old. I can't deal with it. Oh no! They got to castrate me. So his friend says to him, "Listen, I know this doctor. I guarantee won't tell you that." He says, quick, quick, give me his name and number, quick. So he gives him his name and number, and he calls him, calls the doctor up. He says, Doc, i got to come in tonight. Doc says, listen, you can't come in tonight. I'm booked up six weeks in advance. Um, he says, no, Doc, you don't understand. It's, it's life or death. And Doc says, listen, I'm, you know, I'm a specialist. I, you, know, you just can't call me the same day and get an appointment. Right, right. And please, Doc, it's a matter of life and death. Please, i got to come tonight, please. So after a half hour of conversation, Doc says, listen, no, I'm getting tired of this freaking thing. You're going to keep calling me. And I'm just, you know, I'm just going to let you come in. Come in about 7 o'clock. I close at 6. I'll be doing some paperwork in my office. So about 7 o'clock, the guy knocks on the door. And the doctor lets him in. And he says, what the fuck is so important? You have to come today. I mean, you, you called me like four times. You had me on the phone for an hour or whatever. And you got to come today. And hey, Doc, you don't understand. It's a matter of life and death. So he says, come sit down in my office and tell me what's going on. So he tells him. <clears throat> so the doctor says, go in the exam room, get undressed, and I'll examine you. So he gets undressed, puts on a gown, whatever. The guy puts him on the table and examines him. And he says, listen, I'm going to go back to my office. <clears throat> you come in my office when you get dressed. And the guy runs and puts his pants on. He doesn't zip his pants. His shirt's hanging out and everything. Well, Doc, well, Doc, you got to cut it off? He says, nah, leave it alone. A couple of days, it'll fall off. <laughs> so, that was maybe think of that when you said that. So he didn't say he was going to cut it off, though. I'll tell you what, it's it's a, it's the most prized possession for a man. I mean, so that's about a that's about it for our fifteen minutes of shame. But if you like us and you like what you're hearing, where do you find us, Steph? You find us on bitshoot.com for video and for podcasts. You'll find us on Amazon Music, Stitcher, Round Circle, Spotify. Red Circle, Spotify, and our, and our own, own personal site, Son, Son of a, a Bitcher. So and you can find also. Us on uh, Zazzle. Zazzle. We have a, a spot on Zazzle. Uh, Internet guy. Internet guy. What do we have on Zazzle? What we've kind of things? We've got t-shirts. We've got, uh, we got our hats, hats here. We've we got here. sweatshirts. Sweatshirts. Sneakers. Sneakers. Keychains. Quite what a else? bit of things what else? we've got you, there. Oh, it's just it's a few lot other of things. things right? yeah, yeah, if you things. want to support us, that'll help us out. If not, go screw yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're not doing it for the money, really. We're just 
putting some stuff up there. Maybe we'll make a little money. Um, and we're just having fun with this. So yeah. if you like us, listen to us. If you don't, take a rubber hose and shove it up your nose or any place else you want to stick it. And to our Jewish uh, friends who are listening, uh, Happy New Year. And atone for your sins tomorrow. Throw a lot of stones, hopefully not in the water, because you don't have a lot of sins, you don't have to worry about it. And uh, that's pretty much a wrap for today, isn't it? Pretty much. So we're heading for number 33 next week. 33. Who can believe 33. 33. Yeah, so this has been a pleasure, Alan, working with you today as always. And as always, we never know what's going to come out of your mouth or even my mouth. And that's the nice thing about this show is a lot of synchronicity, you know, what we're doing. And uh, tell somebody, if you like what we're doing, pass it on, subscribe, because we are two guys two guys bullshit. just bullshitting. And ain't no stopping us now. So uh, just like the theme song goes. So we thank you again. And we'll see you next week. Shalom. Good night. Good night, sweetheart.